0: This episode is in collaboration with Comadre, a co-work space and community in Mexico City, started by women and designed for everyone. Welcome back to the Remote Life Podcast. My name is Han Talbot, also known as Han Meets World, and today we'll be chatting with Caro Saracho. Based in Mexico City, Caro is the communications manager for the co-working space Comadre. She is also the author of Mesa Para Una, Table for One, a book about what it means to be single, happy, and fulfilled in the modern world. In this episode, we talk about the rise of empowerment culture, choosing a co-work space, and the importance of networking as a remote lifer. So grab a coffee, a tea, or something stronger, and let's get started. And we are live, Carol. Thank you so much for being on the Remote Life podcast. How are you? Fine, thank you.
1: Very uh, excited to be
0: here. Good, yeah. We've got this amazing, incredible day. We're in this podcast room that's called and we've got this beautiful view of the city right now. Oh, just perfect setup. So to dive straight in, tell us a little bit about you, your career, and what drew you to be a part of the commentating team. Well, I studied communication. I'm
1: from the northern part of the country uh, here in Mexico. I studied there, and then I came to Mexico City. That it's uh, like the city where all dreams come true. <laughs> well, that's uh, at least what we think here in Mexico. Everything is like centralized. So I came here uh, with all my hopes and dreams in a bag. <laughs> I oh. tend to think like that. Well, I started as an editor in a media for women. So uh, that's what I discovered, like my passion to connect with another women through my writing. I've always loved to, to write, uh, but I didn't know that my words could have an impact on someone. So I discovered that on that magazine, it's a women's magazine. Uh, it's digital, it's like the first or one of the first digital magazines in Mexico City. Well, in Mexico, I think in the country, but well. And from there, I started to do different things in marketing. From my time in Actitud Fem, that's the name of the magazine, I published a book, an amazing book, and it's called Mesa para Una, a Table for One. <laughs> yes, and um, it's about being single and about being single in this country where single people doesn't have, like, a place or they're not, like... Well, in the book, it says like you're not a citizen, a first class citizen. You're like a second class or even third class because everyone wants to fix you and um, there's something wrong with you because you're single. It's missing, yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. So everybody wants to set up with someone, or you have to meet someone, or uh, it's fine, you're going to meet someone and well, I tried to 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 explain that maybe being single it's not that bad. That maybe it's a choice, right? Um, and maybe, <laughs> maybe it has, yeah, to, to put it on the table that maybe it's something that you choose and that you're happy with. And from there, it started a, like an amazing journey uh, connecting with women, and that's what brought me to Comadre. Mm-hmm. And Comadre, apart from the beautiful building that we're in, um, and the the co-working space where you can connect with people, there's an amazing community of women Mm -hmm. and entrepreneur women. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the correct term, but, well, entrepreneur women. And I felt, again, this connection through my words, but not only written, but spoken, and that's what I do here. I try to to make this community bigger, that people feel integrated and they can network and do uh, more things besides working a beautiful desk in a beautiful building.
0: I love that. Yeah, so... Tell us a little bit more about Comadre, like who is it for, what does the community stand for, and yeah, maybe just in general about
1: the locations, and, yeah, go for it, tell us. Okay. Comadre started like a small house where a bunch of, of moms got together <laughs> and uh, they wanted to continue their professional careers, but keeping their children near them. Right? They didn't want to, to leave their children at daycare and not see them for five or six hours. They wanted to be there to breastfeed or to change the diapers or to be near their children. But they wanted to keep working, right? So they got together and they hired, a, I don't know the word in English, For pedagogas, that it's not nannies, but professional. a creche? Um, I don't know exactly. They're not nannies, per se. They have a professional career in education. So they hired those professionals to take care of their children and to put them activities that were right for their age and everything. And from there, it started growing. Uh, A lot of moms saw the concept and say, ah, that's what I need. Mm. I want to keep working. I want to keep my professional career while being a mom. I don't want to stop being a professional or stop doing what I was doing before I got pregnant. So, uh, comadre started growing from there. We started with one building in um, a neighborhood that is called Las Lomas here. Mm -hmm. That's uh, a lot of moms there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And from there, we opened this building. We are at at Condesa, and we have the entire building here at seven floors. And on May, I think, or June, maybe, we're opening a third, Comadre, in La Roma. That's another neighborhood near Mm -hmm. this one. And, uh, well, the concept is four, well, it started four moms. Mm -hmm. But it grew to be for women first, and then for a family environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the pandemic, we've received a lot of men. and We're so happy to have yeah. them here because the roles in our houses has changed. Yeah. Um, men got more involved in in everything regarding oh the guys. children. Uh-huh, exactly. Mm-hmm. So here in Comadre, we have that. We have um, a daycare space. In Spanish, it's called ludoteca. These words I have to translate in English sometimes.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like a nursery,
1: Chris. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Kind of like a nursery, but you don't have like uh, those nannies. So we have these
0: professionals. I looked it up and it's teachers in English. Teachers. I, I don't think we have a problem. I, I suppose our term would be like nursery, daycare. Yeah, because things. they are
1: professionals for small children from yeah. three months to three years. Yeah, we'd probably say nursery. Nurse. Nursery. Okay. <laughs> so we have nursery here. That's... That's the main difference between Comadre and other co-working spaces, Mm -hmm. that we have this nursery where you can bring your children and the whole building has like a family vibe. Mm -hmm. And you can see moms and dads now we're happy to have the dads here working and someone is helping them to take care of their children, but they are involved in their activities. At our at lunchtime, you can see them feeding their babies here or involving in an activity where they campaigned and then they go back to their meetings. And so they don't have to choose. I don't know in, in other countries, maybe it's not as bad here in Mexico, but we have a big gap between uh, moms. Mm-hmm. And that's on the professional level. When you become a mom, you have to stop your career somehow. And you have to give a lot of more time to your children and to the house uh, mm-hmm. chores and everything. And men just keep going. Their career, it's always going up. And women have to pause. Here, uh, at least in Mexico, it's how it goes. So Comadre, it's a space where you can come. And do both things without having to sacrifice any of them and without having to sacrifice time with your children when you decide it.
0: Yeah, I think it's... I, so I've been doing this for a little while now. I've been checking out different workspaces spaces in London and whatnot. But do you know what? I find it so... It, it is groundbreaking, the fact that you guys have a workspace that encourages family life, like, for both sides. Because... I, yeah, there are definitely co-work spaces that are dedicated to women only, like in different places, you know, like the pink aesthetic and like the you know, girl boss like vibe, but I feel like there are not many spaces that are also encouraging guys to get involved in that and to empower their partner as well to keep their career going while also you know, building a family together. It's wonderful that you guys are encouraging that balance. Just exactly. But <laughs> But not just for women, it's creating that environment for men as well, that it's okay to be a dad as well. I think that's so important. And there there aren't many people who are doing that. And I think that's so special. Yeah, we think
1: that too. The man part came as a result of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before men here uh, in Mexico don't get as involved in the chores and in the family life as women do. And I don't know if you have read statistics here from Mexico, but uh women work all day and they they go home, they go, get home and they have to keep working, uh laundry, dishes, whatever. Yeah. And men just come home and say goodnight to the children and go watch TV. <laughs> Maybe in another country it's the same, but here in Mexico it's it's really, really a problem.
0: <laughs> it's the start of some change. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And you guys, would you say that you're kind of creating a safe environment for everybody to feel comfortable in that as well? Yes. Yeah, to break down those barriers as well. Our mission uh, is to exactly to
1: to foster the, that balance between professional and personal life. And It started for women, but then we evolved to having these amazing families that come every day. And sometimes... You see the dad on Monday. You see the mom on Tuesday. But the kid comes all day, all (laughs) week. He's here. (laughs) So, and you see the dad feeding him, and then the mom, and then they uh, they exchange uh, these roles and and these activities, and they both can be professionals, and also parents and good parents that have their children here and that they can see them and see the activities and everything that children do here in the nursery so yeah it's an amazing concept and that's our main difference between another co-working spaces and also like the aesthetic, as you say, some floors here in Condesa are very pink, like the first floor. Montsorales, the, the one in Lomas, it's even pinker. I don't know <laughs> if it's the or, Yeah. So you, you enter like a, a Hello Kitty vagina. I don't know. It's like all oh, pink. <laughs> it's really pink. But we started with that. And yeah. here then we saw that, that there were more men and we started doing another floors that were not as pink. So everybody feels welcome. And uh, well, in Mexico, we associate pink with women always. Sure. We've seen that foreigners don't feel like they can be around pink, and they don't feel they don't feel less
0: men. But <laughs> oh, interesting! Yeah, yeah, because I'm sorry, I didn't want to stand across like I was like bashing on like pink and yellow boss line. I think. Um... Because obviously, like, I don't know if you found as a woman, but you, I feel like we've still got a bit of a road to go yeah. even as women, like, not like motherhood, motherhood and families aside, I feel like there's still quite a stereotype around, type around. oh, we're not bosses, we're girl bosses. Yeah. Like, we're not, there's still women or girl attached to whatever it is that we do. And even down to some of the client work, I've had to be like, I don't. Wanna be called girl and not a girl. I'm a grown-ass woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm ju- I'm just as much of a boss and a leader as you are. But I have I will completely say that my you know five-year-old came in yesterday and was like, oh, pink! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you see the cushions and you see, and it's like, oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we I'm like I'm we think, like that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think when it's just in the conversations, the narratives now as women where we're like, no, we We're making parts for ourselves. We're parts being called girls, but we're not averse to unicorns and (laughs) pink. Exactly, but clear. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But uh, I think that and what we're like doing. Too. Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's what we okay. see here, <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're taking this right. Yeah. We here have been receiving a lot of foreigners due to, to the pandemic and the nomad lifestyle that many, yeah. uh, maybe as you are, embracing this this kind of life, and we love to have them here, and we see more men in the more feminine. I'm using quotes here. The more feminine floors in. Com- and that helps us to, for uh, Mexican men to feel like, okay, I was being silly because I don't want to sit on the pink couch. So I'm going to sit on the pink couch because it's pretty, because it's comfortable and because it's a couch. It doesn't yeah. matter which color it yeah. is, it's right? Velvet <laughs> and, it's <nice>. yeah. <laughs> and it's comfortable and it it works for me. So uh, You guys are starting to take those stereotypes away and we're very grateful for that because we are seeing more men sitting on the pink couches and mm-hmm. we're happy with that because maybe with this intention years from now or 15 years and well the next generation that comes yeah. after us they are gonna say we're bosses and they don't they won't have to say girl, girl boss uh-huh, exactly like Absolutely. yeah I'm, I'm a boss yeah i'm a boss and that is it on the note of the
0: next generation gen z is something else really something else and gen alpha is going to be something else again yeah they have no fear and they are just incredible so now i think I completely agree. I think it's more of the, it's just breaking down. So like bit by bit, like allowing it, you know, guys to embrace the velvet pink couches and like girls to be able to say we are bosses and that's that, we can lead. And just, yeah, I think it's we're in this beautiful pinnacle now where we're just starting to break all that down and it's not so much, I don't, okay, I'm not going, I don't want to say it's not going to be such a struggle because I think about conversations I still have, but I'd say that we're definitely on the right path. And I think you guys are definitely creating a, a really empowering environment for both
1: like, of those things. When well, we went here, and it maybe we didn't think it like that at the beginning, but it's becoming to, to take the shape of being who you want to be mm. and also uh, like to make your dreams come true, whichever they are, right? Mm. If you want to be a mom, but also a boss, but mm. also uh, you want to sell chocolates in your free time, you can do that, mm. right? And you have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're going to buy them and we're going to cheer you. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or if you're a man or you have to do what it, what feels right for you. And you can find the spaces that help you do that. Whatever you want to do and whoever you want to be, do it. So that's, I think, like the, the new mission that Comadre is developing. Nice. Um, as I said, we started for moms um, and especially for women. Yeah. And. Uh, for example, I'm not a mom, but I love to see moms thriving, uh-huh. right? I like, um, I love to help her catch the child if it's running, and like, okay, here's a baby. I, I pick it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> you can <mom>. keep working, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm I'm gonna help you because uh, for you it's more difficult because you have to your your attention is divided and you're at the Zoom meeting, and I can I can pick up your kid. <laughs> <laughs> so we feel that uh, sorority. it's a word that we've been using a lot, but it really. It feels like that here in the building and you don't feel judged if your kid is crying and we don't judge you if your dog is barking, for example, because we embrace all kinds of families here. It's a pet (laughs) friendly. Yeah, all (laughs) kinds of children, as many legs as they want to have. And so it's a family building and uh, that's amazing. And if you don't like the noise or you want maybe another co-working space is better for you, but here... and. I'm exaggerating because there are some floors where you don't see oh. kids, uh, mm-hmm. not because they are not allowed, but because somehow we've managed to respect some uh, silence or some quiet spaces mm-hmm. and some floors where you can see more kids and more dogs and, well, cats we don't have, but maybe sometime. Yeah. Uh So we've managed to... You have this community that just respects everyone's needs and helps everyone to do what they need to do. Like nice. if you go to the fourth floor, it's very quiet and you see a lot of people with uh, headphones and they're working and nobody disturbs them. Mm. It's fine. Kids don't go there because it's not funny for them. But if you go to the first floor and there's a kid running and there's a dog over there sitting, and
0: it's fine. That's, yeah, that sounds like my <laughs> cup kind of like, tea. So tell me what kind of... If someone's new, is a remote lifer, is a digital nomad, how should they go about finding a co workspace? space? Like, what do you think is the most valuable thing to think about?
1: I think that um, proximity is one of the most, uh, the most valuable things because, uh, for example, well, it happens in all big cities. If you're from London, of course, you know this. The traffic gets horrible and you don't want to be 30 minutes on a car or something to get to a place so proximity it's maybe the the most valuable thing for a co-work space that suits for you that suits you and for example here in comadre that's something that we have very good going on for us because we are in a very uh, popular neighborhood right now where we're at uh, Condesa. And it's a neighborhood where a lot of foreigners come and a lot of digital nomads come here. Condesa, Roma, Uh, if they Google, or I don't know how they come to these neighborhoods, but it's like the right place to be. (laughs) You can work here. There's a lot of cafes and a lot of restaurants and pubs and whatever. So, Comadre, it's at the center of all this. So uh, it's an amazing place. And I think proximity, and then that you find uh, flexibility with what you need. Uh, For example, here we have um, plans from four days a month or eight uh, eight days a month, or if you want to come every day, because if maybe you want to have uh, a space where you can have your meetings and all your zooms on Tuesday, maybe, I don't know, and you want to work from different cafes the rest of the week. So Find a co-working that offers you that kind of flexibility. And, well, that you feel like a good vibe with the space because you have to feel inspired to do your job. Is it pink enough? Yeah, yeah, that it is pink (laughs) enough. Yeah, that you feel comfortable. There's another co-working that we work a lot with them that it's called Colony or another that it's called Homework. And they have amazing designs also. And uh, it's like urban kind of designs. It sounds like, That kind of uh, cement or gray or...
0: Kind of industrial,
1: industrial, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that kind of industrial. and a lot of people go with that. So yeah. it's it's an, an amazing place to work. You have to feel inspired with what you're seeing here in Comadre. Where as we were saying, we're like a big family. Mm-hmm. So since the girl that receives you at the bottom, uh, at the front desk, you, yeah, yeah uh, she has an amazing smile. You can't see it because she wears a mask, but she's smiling <laughs> all the time Good. and you feel it in her eyes and the yeah. way she welcomes you and she feels you like you're at home. Yeah. So if that's what you're looking for, then Comadre, it's an amazing option.
0: And you guys have amazing like Instagram spots as well like around the building as yes. well. From when I first walked in, I was like, oh, neon sign. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: And the colour of the walls, uh, and the wallpapers in different walls.
0: Yeah, it's books. very like again. So I as much as I love my tech, I will forever be a book nerd. So then being able to walk into the first floor when there's like, you know, big art books and like feminist books, I'll like, say, yeah, I'm gonna do my work. And then five minutes of like just looking through this like different book and just getting inspired as well. So, yes. like, and that's not something that I've seen a lot as well. So, it's just inspiration all over the place. All over the place, exactly.
1: And that's, you go to a place where you feel inspired, mm. whichever it is for you. Mm. That's your co-working. The pink velvet couches, got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> <Just> got him. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of girl
0: power. Yes, you yeah. have it here. <laughs> and the rooftop as well, which I'm a sucker Yes,
1: and there's another um, terrace, uh, because yes. it's not a rooftop, but it's a terrace in the fourth floor, so it's another uh, space that you can use. And exactly, if you want to take a break, a 10-minute break and read a book or read a magazine, you can do it also there. And yes, then you go back and feel inspired again to continue working.
0: Yeah. So out of interest, why should people pick a co-workspace versus a cafe or not? I mean, you mentioned obviously having flexibility, but what do you get from a co-workspace that you don't necessarily get in a cafe, both maybe as a mum group or not remote lifers? Obviously, this is remote life, so if you haven't that would be amazing. But yeah, what can people get from a co-workspace that they can't in a cafe?
1: Uh, well, first, silence. <laughs> like, And a good and stable Wi-Fi connection.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's true. That's so true.
1: And, well, we also have coffee here. uh, But, well... I think, like, if I went to to have a normal life, like you, I I would love a mix of uh, co work and maybe on Fridays I would go to a cafe right. uh, because at, at a cafe you see a lot of people going in, going out. I love that mm-hmm. and but maybe a better coffee than the one we have here, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but this is good. Don't yeah, it's out. it's fine. Yeah. Uh? <laughs> but if, if you like espresso, for example, maybe you can find it at a cafe. Co working spaces are designed for work. Mm -hmm. coffees are designed for you to have coffee. So (laughs) from there, you have right desks, right chairs, uh, right internet connection, and you have quiet spaces. And for example, here in Comadre, and there's also in another co-works, it's not exclusive at Comadre, but we have these phone booths where you can take your calls. Mm -hmm. And if you have a Zoom meeting, you can take it there so you don't disturb everybody else and no one has to listen to your conversation. And you don't have to listen to the conversation of somebody else. Uh, that happens at a cafe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're at a Zoom meeting, and the guy next to you, it's at his Zoom meeting, and right. they're talking at the same time.
0: Um, the playlists for like, those plays. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, then, yeah. and all the noises, and it's maybe fine for a day, but if you have to really focus on something and you have to get a report, a presentation, or something like that, or if you have an important Zoom meeting or you're doing an interview for another job, please do it at a quiet space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. that's yeah. what co-workings are for and also like the chairs we have here they're made for you to be sitting there for a lot of hours at a cafe like your butt gets flat and yes. <laughs> it's uncomfortable sometimes but yeah I would I would love a mix of that and that's why we created these flexible plans that we have here at Comari we also have a plan where you can come every day if you want we're open 24-7, like you can come whatever whenever you can. But uh, we made these flexible plans because people like to, to move around. Uh, sure. Also with the pandemic, we found that. We found maybe you got inspired at the park and it's fine. But when you have a, a important an important Zoom meeting or you want to get something done and you have to really focus on something, maybe a more quiet space and uh, a desk that is designed for that. And then you have connections for your computer and... Do you have everything you need here? Like you were at your office, those remote times when we were in two offices, hope they don't come back. Uh, But if you need something like that, then a co working space works better for you.
0: And it sounds like also there is a ready made community. Exactly. In that as well. Because I found for me definitely that I have to really go out and make an active effort to find people, which I don't mind. Like, I'm a project manager and event planner by trade. Like, that's second. That's what you do. Me. Like, <laughs> hey guys, do you want to make up and do some stuff? Not a problem. But for anyone who is maybe, I guess, not sure where to go, it sounds like a co workspace. Well, again, depending on what you're looking for from a co workspace. But somewhere like Colmadre has that community. Already built in, like you guys have events, you guys have like different things going on. Like if you're a mom, you'll meet each other in the door or yeah. whatever it is, or grabbing someone's kid that's like <laughs> run off. Yeah, it sounds like that bit of that is Yeah,
1: well. you, you meet a lot of people here, and before the pandemic, we had a big community of of, uh, entrepreneur women that they've uh, helped each other with everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, we also have a a WhatsApp group where they say like, hey, I need an accountant. or I need a lawyer. I need it. So we recommend each other. And that's an amazing way of, of growing your business if you're an entrepreneur. So if you're an entrepreneur, definitely join a community, whichever works for you. But definitely those bonds with other people are going to make your business grow. We've seen it a lot. And if you're not an entrepreneur, but you are tired of being alone at home, go to a co-work space and meet the first person that is uh, pouring coffee. <laughs> like yeah. You can make conversation with whichever because they're all there doing the same. If their headphones on, you leave them alone. If they're like uh, holding a cup of coffee and looking around, they want to talk. So yeah, you yeah. can. And here, uh, for example, we have a um, big community of foreigners, and you see it how they connect. From they hear their language being spoken somewhere, and they just like, ah, hi, yeah. I'm from Nebraska, and you know, I, yeah. So it, it's for example, uh, we we see a lot of people that uh, speak English. I think that's the language we all connect. But for example, we have people from France, from Germany, and they hear another person talking French, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, that's amazing when, when you're out of your country, you know? So
0: yeah. that
1: happens at co-working spaces. It's, uh, mm. So if you're a, a digital nomad and you want to meet more people that are doing the same thing as you, a co-working space is an excellent way to do it.
0: Mm. What's your favorite icebreaker? Well, I think that maybe where are you from?
1: It's the okay. the first.
0: <laughs> yes. Where are you from? What do you do? Okay. From
1: there, you connect with. Uh, if you hear someone um, speaking the same language as you do, right. you're gonna find a connection with the place there. Like if, yeah. even if it's from Brazil and Portugal, yeah. they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, I've never been to Portugal," but then you can keep going. Yeah,
0: oh, I love that. <laughs> So for you personally, who are some of your favorite role models, like maybe business, creative, or even within the Comadre team, and why? Well, starting with the Comadre team. (laughs) Uh, The
1: founder and the CEO, Paola Tabachnik, uh, she's a force of nature. I've never seen a woman have so many ideas at the same time, and great ideas. Sometimes when we're at meetings, I'm like... Like a, a hurricane came over me <laughs> from all the things. The, her mind goes like a million per second, and she's an amazing woman. And she started all this, and because she had a vision, she had a dream, and she wanted to make it different for other moms. Mm-hmm. And that's that's amazing. She's like an. Serial entrepreneur. (laughs) She's made a lot of businesses right now. We're launching a new business here at Comadre. Well, it started in our Comadre meetings, and uh, right? And it took off, and it's another brand, and it has its own team, and it's big now. And it's called Passwork, and it's a membership. You you pay a plan or a a subscription, and you can go to all the co-workings that are affiliated to Passwork. So we have more than... 150 co-workings around the country. Yes, oh, country. No, the country, oh, yeah. Okay. So if you want to go to work to Playa El Carmen or to Tulum, uh, you have a co-working there and you, you can know access. Where <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Oaxaca is also popular. <laughs> but, uh, so if you need a co-working, but you're, you don't want to be tied to a co-working because maybe you are going to travel or maybe. This membership it's uh, flexible like that, and you pay a fee a month, and then you can use uh, depending on the accesses you need. If you want four, eight, um. unlimited, whatever you can choose, to, you pay that, and then you can access to all the co-working's we have on our on our network. And I think it's an amazing idea. Uh, it's it's not new. Uh, we found another one in India, and okay. maybe in. All countries there's uh, this concept, but here in Mexico it's new, so we're very happy. <laughs> we
0: that yes, yes, yeah, yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, so Paola, it's a woman I admire a lot, and it's here in the team. And we also have another woman. Well, all the women here, it's they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh We we have we're very lucky with all the people that work here because we love what we do. We believe on the mission of the brand and. I think it, it shows uh, when we talk to everybody from the girl at the front desk and the reception to uh, to Paola, they love what they do. So we have another, uh, it, it's an advisor, uh, she she doesn't work here all the time, but Elise Solis, uh, it's another woman that has taught me to put my ideas in order before doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it's being like, oh, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to just run off. You can organize everything and then go do things. Yeah. And she has an amazing mind. She's very organized. And for me, Ellie, uh, it's peace. Like I talk to her and I feel at ease. Yeah. And and she brings me peace. So for me, that's wow. Uh Exactly. It
0: takes a very rare person. Yes,
1: exactly. And we have her here in Comadre,
0: too. Ah, So are there any. Are other business uh, not necessarily women, but other business people that maybe digital nomads or like remote lifers should definitely look up and look into or do some research on?
1: Well, here in Comadre, there were two. They just had uh, their their businesses grew a lot, so they had to take their operations out of Comadre. But uh for example, here um Started a brand that it's called Canasta Rosa, okay, and Canasta, It's a marketplace that she she joined a lot of, of entrepreneur women that sell. I don't know like um, a
0: boutique market like a boutique market, yeah. yes.
1: Nice and yeah, and they're very very successful right now, and it's an excellent model for her, for them, and everybody wins with her platform. Mm-hmm. And there's another woman here that it's uh, she's got in and she founded. It's called Epic Queen. Okay. Yeah, and it's a technology school for girls.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah, Mm. we don't have that much in Mexico. Uh, Well, I I think globally, uh, women are not as involved as men are. We can in tech. Yeah, we can talk a lot about that, but yeah. that—that's the—they're yeah. <laughs> not as involved. So she founded. I love, I love a school. how we're creating
0: like extra episodes here, like women <laughs> no, <but> single, <laughs> women in tech, like, exactly. <laughs> women in tech, yeah. Part but two, part three. <laughs> I really admire what Karen's
1: is doing because she's uh, she's getting girls involved in in programming and coding and everything from very young ages, and she's nice. the first doing that in Mexico so it's right. amazing that she's here and I love also the the epic queens and their logo has a, an amazing uh, crown yeah. so yeah <laughs> yeah and it's for girls yes because here yeah we have to 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 foster girls into
0: those empowered environments yes
1: like I don't yeah. uh, there's an um stem right uh, yeah. the stem ecosystem yeah environment yeah i don't know (laughs) she's encouraging girls to go into that and we need more women doing that so yeah it's amazing and right now here we have a lot of of women their jobs are amazing we have psychologists we have um accountants we have uh, a lot of women in finance and um everybody here in the community it's um they have an amazing story, and as you say, we try to create uh, products for all the community to know their their businesses. We have, for example, today at twelve at Instagram Live, uh, we have a chapter of what we it's called "Tu negocio, tu historia," your business, your history. Yeah. And we talk about their business and how they got there and how they found it and what they do and who their clients are and what's their uh, difference between other people that do the same. And we talk about that because it's their history and you see them uh, glow when they talk about their business. Uh, And we do that a lot with all Whoever wants to do that, right here in the community, and every business they they show, it's amazing. We have women that do um, access bars. We have women that do meditation. We have a lot of people here with very different backgrounds and histories and businesses, and mm-hmm. they all get together here in Comadre.
0: Amazing. Yeah. So obviously, I feel like we're coming out of this age of hustle culture. Just like kind of girl boss had its time. Why is it important now? To create more of an empowering environment versus instilling hustle. Do you?
1: I think that a lot of roles have been changing? Yeah, and we need to acknowledge that, and we need to also make space for all kinds of. Uh, I don't know if it's evolution or, but we have to stop being like these rude persons. Remus, we, yeah, yes. like. We have to give space for men to react. We have to give space for everybody to join our revolution because uh, there's a lot of people that, that want to do that, that, that they want to be part of this and that we are changing the narrative. The pandemic helped us do that. We changed our priorities. We understood a lot of things that we didn't have time before. We stopped and think and the roles at home changed and the roles at the offices changed. So maybe we have to stop and see what has changed and see from there where we can go together. Because at, mm-hmm. at the, the end we're here all together and they and we all want to be part of what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. At home, at the workplaces. At, at, so we're humans and we have to embrace that. I think I know that women, we have been fighting a lot mm-hmm. for what we have now. We've been um We've been wearing suits and being yeah. masculine to conquer spaces. And we needed to, to do that in order to mm-hmm. succeed. But I think we're coming to a place where we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. As we were talking before, um, the next generation is showing us that the, that you can be yourself, yeah. whichever that is, and also be successful and also do what you want. And also,
0: and
1: uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and having a, a place at this world. So mm-hmm. maybe... I don't know if that's the answer in the world, but
0: I, I think that's why I, I completely agree. I think just because hustle culture has been very dangerous, I think, up until this point, it kind of says work all hours of the day because I still hear people going, I mean, I understand that when you're building a business, you have to maybe give a little extra, but that doesn't mean that you should burn out. That doesn't mean that you should forsake uh, meeting up with friends, networking, being able to look after your kid being able to see a new city as a remote lifer. And I think, again, it's actually a very rare thing what you guys are doing at the moment where you're fostering an empowered environment, where it's, yeah, you know, everyone collaborates, come as you are, and we will help. Like There's that environment where you want to sit with your headphones in all day, you know that you can still go ask questions. If you want to, you know, have kids and dogs running around you, then that's great. And you, it's, I think it's, we're in this point now, where we're starting to realize that our needs are just as important as that of building our
1: business, so that's why I was just curious. Yes, exactly. We like the word balance, it's in our mission, in, in everything we do. And for you to be in balance and to mm. feel that like you have a happy life, a successful life, you have to redefine really what successful is to you, yeah. So, um Being successful means that you have a community that supports you, friends that have your back, a family that loves you, and they have to have Yeah, you have to love yourself. You have to love your business if you have, or love the place where you work. And that is what makes you feel imbalanced, or Mm -hmm. at balance, I don't know the exact form to to say it. We need these flexible spaces, and we need this flexible way of life, Paola, the, f- the founder of Comadre, she says that at the pandemic we lost a lot, but we sure. won time.
0: Yeah.
1: And we won't let that go anymore. Like no one yeah. wants to go back to that lack of time that we had before yeah. and that rush that we we're living in. So these new lifestyles that developed with this change in the world they're making us look that we have to to have mental health and that Mm -hmm. means that you have to be in balance with everything that you do and you have to see what's best for you whatever that means for you
0: Mm. absolutely i love that um do you have any advice for people who are keen to try the remote life in cdmx yes um (laughs) Yes. No, like no,
1: yeah. Well, I'm a foreigner, not an outsider of the country, of course, but I'm a foreigner here in Mexico City. And like in many countries, the capital of the country is way different from the life outside of the city. So when you come from a small city like mine, I'm from Chihuahua, and it's not small at all. But comparing to Mexico City, uh, it's really small. (laughs) Like Mexico City has 25 million people living here. It's a huge city it's a whole world going on here so coming from a small city of five million people uh, (laughs) it's not small (laughs) at all but five million people from there to this uh, it's you're an outsider you're always going to be an outsider so everything is different here so my first recommendation is yes find a neighborhood that you can have a lot of things at walking distance Mm. try not to move in cars or anything, because Mexico City's traffic—it's the worst in the it's world. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm crazy. The and um, the amazing thing for us that we're not from here is that all the people that have lived here—it's its entire life—it's mm. normal for them. Like, mm. oh yeah, it's two hours to get from here to my office. It's like, how yeah. on earth are you willing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. And yes, it's like you make four hours at the day commuting. What? <laughs> yeah. And they, it it's normal for them. So my first advice would be, yes, come to a neighborhood like this, Condesa or That's Roma, um, or even Narvarte. that it's, uh, it's growing up like this. But Condesa and Roma are like the, the main places for foreigners to come because you have everything at walking distance mm. and they're safe. You can walk at night, of course, with the same precautions you walk. Everywhere and in the world, like, yeah, yeah. yes. But you can walk at night. You can go to bars. You can go to restaurants without having to take the Uber or the or even a bike. You can walk there. And for me, like it's the main difference from living here uh, in in Mexico City. And also, you can meet a lot of people here just walking around. Uh, if you sit at the park, and you're going to meet someone. So if you don't want to feel alone or you don't have a community here and you want to make friends, it's an easier way to make them in these neighborhoods that are kind of made for foreigners to come here. Also, join a community, join a co work, or join. Of course, it's <laughs> nice it's an way. easier way. Yeah, <laughs> or join or go to salsa classes or do, do something that make you connect with people, and you're gonna find friends. Uh, there are a lot of people here in Mexico. Uh, try all the food. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico has an amazing food.
0: I love it uh, no matter where we go. That's always the advice. Like you yes. get to know the culture through the food. Like, through the food. Yeah. That's it. Of course, take, uh, take care of
1: the spicy food because, uh, yeah, like the first year, it's good. Your, your stomach is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, try the food. And it's a really uh, beautiful
0: city to live in when you don't have to deal with traffic. I can understand that completely. But yeah. what is your favorite thing about living in CDMX?
1: Actually, my apartment that it's
0: three know, blocks know, from
1: here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I live there with my two dogs, my two cats. I walk everywhere. I don't like to get into the traffic. I hate the traffic, and all my friends kind of ended up living near each other. No, like nice. we have, yeah, we live very close to each other, so that makes everything easier. And something that happens a lot in Mexico City is that people don't see each other as as often as right. as we're. We that are not from the city, we're used to see our friends more. They can go by months without seeing each other because the distances are crazy and the traffic and the life gets in the way. Mm -hmm. But if you want to have a close group of friends and you want to meet people, you try to to live in these kind of neighborhoods that you can meet with your friends more often. Mm -hmm. For me, it's uh, like. My friends are my family. My parents live in Chihuahua, so I don't see them as much. Mm-hmm. And my friends are my family here. So mm-hmm. living near to them and being able to, what are you doing? Let's go grab a coffee right now. And being able to do that, for me, it's uh, why I keep living in Mexico City. I love that.
0: Well, final question for me, because I
1: feel like I could have to do like a part two and three with you, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs>
0: oh. Home is where blank. My dogs are. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it come <laughs> yes Carol thank you so much for being on the remote life it has been amazing to chat to you and mm-hmm. um, yeah Thank you
1: very much for the invitation and we're,
0: we hope to see you here in Comadre. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Remote Life podcast. And thank you, Caro, for your awesome insights. Thank you also to Comadre for giving us the opportunity to check out the space ourselves for a couple of days. You can find links to the Comadre website below. Tag Caro at Caro underscore Saracho, Comadre at Co underscore Madre, and myself, Han, at Hammeets World. And let us know your questions about Mexico City life. Thank you so much again for listening and we can't wait to remote work with you again soon.